Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Not all drugs are created equal. Psilocybin, for example, when taken thoughtfully at sub-hallucinogenic levels, can sharpen your focus, hone your mental clarity, unleash your creativity, expand your mind, open your heart, and ease your anxiety. While you shouldn't experiment with those shrooms you got from your brother's sketchy roommate, Schedule 35 takes a science-backed approach to microdosing shrooms. We precisely measure out every dose. We verify the age of every one of our customers. They ship discreetly. And better yet, give you a microdosing regimen that allows you to enjoy the benefits of psilocybin without any of the hallucinogenic effects. Head over to Schedule35.co and use coupon code MIGHTY to get 15% off your first order. That's 15% off with code MIGHTY at Schedule35.co. That's 15% off at Schedule35, S-C-H-E-D-U-L-E, 35.co. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy, Johnny G, standing six foot two, 309 pounds. That's right, this number is high, but these episodes are coming out of order because he bank recorded them, so you don't know if he's yo-yo dieting or just slowly gaining weight, and you'll never find out. All you gotta do is trust me. Jackson Maine from A Star is Born, a portion is healthcare. Thanks for swinging by with that important fact. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, my name is Alan Coase, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout-out. Oh, yeah. That was Macho Man speaking on behalf of Arthur because Arthur is currently in the other room. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, he's been on the podcast before, but it was a live drunk show that I barely remember, so it's stoked uh, to have him back, the fucking host, the comedian feud himself, it's Jackie Snell. Hey, what up, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> what up, what up, what up, Bro, Leia? What's that that drunk ass show, man, that shit was, I was so, I threw up in the shower. Um, I threw up in my, in my sink and my shower, the sink wasn't going down. Yeah. Because we ate them Italian beef. I ate some Italian, Italian beef Italian in the beef. lobby, and that fucked me up at, like, one in the yeah. morning. I yeah, switched to pretty... booze. I was, like, having tequila <laughs> drinks, and I was like, oh, 
fuck, man. I was sick as a that fucking dog. was crazy. I was also like back home too, so I was feeling, I was extra feeling myself. I'm like, man, I'm back at the crib. Let's right. get it in. I had to pee so bad. I'll ne- That's the one thing I remember from that show is having to pee halfway through it so fucking bad, and I had to leave the stage. I was like, I have to go. Like, this is crazy. It's really funny. <laughs> Listeners of this episode can jump back and listen to the live at the Chicago Improv Festival or podcast. I forget what, what some, I think but it's the one with Jackie. And uh, Lisa and uh, Arnie Niekamp jump back to that, and I don't remember what happened in it. (laughs) So uh, feel free to surprise (laughs) us. I hope we were not. Let us know. (laughs) I think we, I think we was good. You know what I'm saying? I think we was all right. Ah, You know, look, we've we've both worked since we since that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. I'm still. We're still around. (laughs) Yeah, we haven't been drummed out of society, so you know we're doing okay. (laughs) Um, but. The last time, the last few times I hung out with you, uh, besides uh, uh, Scam Goddess's live show, we did uh, yeah. your show at the Elysian Comedian Feud, which is yeah, a fucking man. hell of a time, dog. We just straight up play Family Feud, and it's fun just as play fuck. Family Feud. It's 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 so weird too, man. Because like a part of me, like I've done, I've done. Look, I've had you know, a couple TV appearances, and I do live comedy and. All this shit and like the thing that's like popping off is an, a property that's already been created. <laughs> just like, which is funny to me. I think it's so funny. But I just love I love hosting shit, man. I love hosting shit. And I think like the thing I got tired of and, and you're a comedian, you get this. And and as a producer, I get tired of asking people like, yo, man, can you come do this improv show? Because I'm like, niggas probably tired of me asking them to do improv show. So right, I'm like. Right. Yo, come play a game. Like, yeah, and people come are playing fucking game. Based on who you get to do it, you know that people want to just go play the feud because it's like, yeah, when that winners versus losers, that's like ten banger guests. And yes, I'm including myself in that. But yes. like, yeah. that's some that's some real shit. And like, that's because it's just pure fun. No one has to do their material. You don't have to be like, wait, who else is doing improv? Like, oh, wait, yeah. what's the seat? You know. And it's and it's a bit of a machine itself, so you don't have to do mad like plugs. You know, people don't. You don't have to message someone to be like, "Yo, can you retweet the?" the you know, like you don't have to do that. Cause yeah. People, so that's like the the victory there, and it was so much fun. And I love, I fucking love game shows. I've hosted a few uh, for uh, TV for criminally underwatched uh, <laughs> game shows. But yeah, yeah. I've also been a lifelong fan. I've I've written for a few game shows. I I did like yeah. the in-ear host producing for a few game shows. And oh, I've, shit, that's tight. Yeah, it's so fucking fun. And But watching them, I grew up watching... Game shows were on all the fucking time, it felt like. I feel yes, like I can't find yes. one now unless I try. But back in the day, yeah. I, Jeopardy was built into my life. The fucking Wheel the wheel of Fortune would come on after. If we had the time, we'd throw that on. We'd stay on. Mm-hmm. Back to back, like mm-hmm. Trebek and Say Jack. Like, yeah. we would do all this shit. And like... Game shows were so fucking integral to my life. And they were like the first reality shows, right? Where you would see like regular Bro. people doing shit. Yeah. For me, it also, like, same thing. Game shows were life. And I'll even take it back. Like, Double double Dare, Mark Summers, Fuck. is yeah. what made me want to become an entertainer. Like, I was like, oh, I want to do that. Like, when I was like four or five, I would like... 
get behind the hamper. That would be my podium. And, like, unroll all the paper towel off the fucking roll. So that could be my microphone. Uh, I'm, my sure, mom I'm sure mom was very happy with that. She <laughs> was not happy with that at all. She was like, boy, I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> like, is, that, is that the Daily Double, Mom? You're like, get out of here. Da- is that reach a physical challenge, Mom? Yeah, reach into this big <laughs> nose and see what prize you got. Yeah. Man, so like Nickelodeon that, even had great. game shows. You're right. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Like game shows. That's when they started. Kids. Yeah, Wild and Crazy. That was like kids. the start of their shit. Wild and Crazy Kids. You can't say this on television. It was more oh. like a sketch game show. But like Double Dare, Finders Keepers, Legends of the Hidden Temples. Oh, Guts. fuck yes, bro. Guts. I did Grand Crew. Guts. I did Grand Crew. And Michael Malley is like has written shows, sold shows, directed, acted. And like the first thing I said to him was like guts because he was in the episode i was in oh that's <laughs> so like, awesome and let's go to mo thing. with the leaderboard oh thank hell you, Mike. yeah bro <laughs> hell yeah bro it was great game shows were amazing man they were the, like you said the first reality shows they were fun it's fun competition because uh, i think i think what people like about reality i think a small part of you know we're also as a society myself included becoming more already narcissistic but becoming more and more that more and more self-centered and i think people like these reality shows because they're like that's what me and my friends are like if you filmed me and my friends would be just like vanderpump we're fun we're sassy we're party and then i think also and i don't want to get into this because i'll just be wrong or like lampooned by everyone but i think some people are like basing their personalities on reality shows a little too much like everyone's like yeah i bring I am the drama one out of my friends. I'm yeah. like, then you wouldn't like, be my fuck fucking friend. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I don't need a drama friend. Like, People I'll- that's like, oh, I'm petty. And I'm like, that's not <laughs> some shit to be aspired to be. Right. Like, stop. Stop. I don't want to be around petty people who like being petty. Oh, that's just Taylor. He's a sassy asshole. And it's like, okay, yeah. that's not fun to be around. That's not fun at all. Also, I would get mad as hell if somebody uh, like woke me up in the crib like banging pots and pans and shit talking about yeah you remember that clip like uh <laughs> the woman who was like banging pots and pans like to wake everybody up i'd be like i would shoot you yeah you throw <laughs> a drink in my face i'm never hanging out yeah. with you again no matter how much never my again. episode rate is but game never shows kind of did the same thing to us right like you'd be like oh shit if i was on american gladiators i would do if i was on guts i would dominate Bro. the crag if i was on if i yeah. was on I would always just bet it all on daily doubles. Like, you know, you everyone has their yeah. own strategy. And that's that's something the power of the power of the game show a little bit is like, here's this normie ass fuck who's like, and from Kansas, we have a, you know, wind engineer, and you're just like this weirdo. Yeah. And you're like, that could be me. And I could win ten thousand dollars. I could win money. Like uh yeah. and like that there's something special about that that you could put yourself in that headspace and be like, maybe it's my time, you know? It's, it's pretty dope. I was on The Price is Right with Bob Barker, actually, um, which is a whole, like, that, yeah. The Price is Right is, like, the quintessential game show. Like, that's the one we all watched with our grandparents, or that's the one we all watched when we were, didn't go to school that day. Homesick from school, uh, yeah, just on yeah. every fucking day, yeah. <laughs> like, Bob Barker, Bob Bar- we'll talk to, like, our parents, and I have a young family, so even my grandparents, and they'll be like, Bob Barker been old since I was a kid. Like right. so, Bob Barker was like everybody grew up with Bob Barker, like and so like getting on getting on the prices right with Bob was so fucking. Dope. I was nineteen years old, was so fucking dope. But like I would watch it all the time and be like, I could do that, I can do that, I can do that. And then you get on that stage and you're like, this shit is hard, <laughs> right? And then you so realize fucking harder, bro. The same shit happened to me. I was on Cash Cab, 
And when I, yeah. I like, and I thought I was gonna fucking dominate because I watched Cash Cab and dominated all the time. Then I'm like, all right, I'm going yeah. okay. And I fucking lost, and they just like left me on the side of the road. I was like, all right, peace the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> and it was mad. It's crazy, but it I, is, dude. There's something powerful about, and you said Bob Barker. Like, let's talk a little bit about hosts. They really make yeah. or break a game show. You know what I mean? Like, they 100%. add a certain level. And Bob had some sort of weird superpower that, yeah. And no one could really ever understand it. And then Happy Gilmore kind of just explained to us what Bob's deal was. It's just like he's so even keeled that watching him not be Bob Barker, the TV host, is fucking mm -hmm. wildly entertaining. It's yeah. so entertaining. It's I so like he's also it's just also cool. Like, look, I was just on Celebrity Family Feud. Uh oh, yeah. and Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is also like really dope. But, like, the thing about game show hosts now is, like, you almost have to be famous already to be a game show host, which is kind of disappointing because, like, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but, like, there is, a, like, I was talking to a friend and she was like, oh, game show host is just nothing but, like, improv. And I was like, yeah, but it's not an improv show. And she was like, but it is. And I was like, no, like, the category is they're fucking hosts, right? Right. And, yeah. like, Bob Barker was a host. Like, that was what he did, and he was good at it, right? And at the episode of Price is Right, he used to film it like a live show, even though it wasn't live. Um, So, like, a lot of the shit, like, you've been to Feud. Like, a lot of the shit, like, I try to do, I try to do kind of, like, based off of that notion. Where it was like, this, like, for the audience, like... This is a show. This is a show. I want you to feel like this was like a TV taping. If you yeah, we'll, su like, we'll suck some fat show. out of it in post. But for now, this is yeah. we're just we're gonna make this shit feel this as live as possible. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's it was tight. So like during the commercial breaks, he would just talk to the audience, and he would go fucking buck wild talking to the audience, uh, talking about groupies and shit. And then like they would be like, "All right, ten seconds." And he and he was just such a professional. And he would be like. You, he he not gonna wrap this shit up. He not gonna wrap this shit up. It's three seconds left, and then they the red light to come on. Welcome back to the next item up for bid. I'm like, this dude is such a fucking professional. He's yeah, such it's a like, pro. It's like a bygone uh, job. Like it's it's not a profession yeah. really anymore. Now it's like, oh, are you famous? Do you also want to work two days a week and uh, and bang out 25 episodes and we'll put them up? Yeah, you know, like we'll yeah. strip them out or whatever. And so many people take that job. But back in the day, it would be like, this person is a presenter. Like you said, it's a Bob can riff. Yes. He can do all the shit that needs to. Like, wow, that's actually an interesting number you chose. Like, he he could yeah. do the light sarcasm of like, really? $305? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. and but he also can stand and deliver, which is like the hardest part of this shit. It's like. That's the hardest taking, part. Taking that shit seriously. It's hard to be serious when you're like, in the showcase showdown is. One, yeah. Ray Moore and Flanagan's sectional couch. Like, to say that <laughs> shit like it matters, you know? Like, yeah. that, like, that's the hard part. Now, I've hosted some bad game shows and some fun ones. Like, I hosted a game show called The Substitute, which was, like, on MTV, and I played a substitute teacher, and I surprised yeah. the kids that they were actually on this a game show. And it's such a fucking fun premise dealing with all young kids, but it is... Yes, you're getting a riff and do jokes, but that that shit barely makes it because there's so much gameplay that has to go in. I did a game show yeah. where they changed the price, they changed the point values in post after it was shot to make the game to make the yeah. game a little better. 
And, you know, they didn't, like, make the winner now lose or whatever, but they were just like, we have to keep it a little tighter. This is too much. So I had to ADR all, re-ADR, like, all the points. And I'm like, this is not fun at all. This isn't improv. This isn't interesting. This isn't electric. And I'm like, but this is part of the fucking job. And that just, like, there's so much shit that goes into hosting a game show. Like, keeping track of rules. Like, and someone's in your ear going, like, now you got to go back to the other team and right. And remember, this is the, Oh, they have a chance to steal. Now, if they get third or but like yeah. you do it, you do it when you host comedian feud. But if you watch these game shows, it might not all make it into the final cut of the episode, but almost every single time something changes, the host is like, all right, just a reminder, blue team, you have seven red team. You have four. All you need to get it is this next answer here and ready. Mm-hmm. And let's go round three. And then, it's like, all right, blue team, you have seven. Red team, you have five. It's round four. Like, yeah. you just have to keep doing that so that the horse race of it all is what, like, the producers will call it. Like, keep everyone. Because yeah. maybe you'll lose in both, but you will might need that at some point. So you find yourself yeah. being, like, insanely. And then you find yourself, like, developing weird things of, like, weird gestures that you're doing. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, my God, I'm becoming the character of the host of the show. I'm like, all right, you steal to you. And you're like, okay, I yeah. guess I'm going to do that every time now. Like, it's yeah. it's like, and then you think back and you're like, right, fucking uh, Bob Barker did that. Trebek did his weird thing. Sajak yeah, did Richard his Dawson with the fucking fa- the original kiss. family feud, the lip <laughs> kiss. It all becomes a part of it, bro. Like, when I host, when I host a feud, like, I... Jack Keys did kiss me on the know. lips. We should just say he I did. did. <laughs> I did. I kissed Backstage, only the men. I asked for it. It was all, it was all above board. <laughs> I only kissed the men uh, on the lips because D- Dawson only did the women. So I'm like, we're going to flip this. we only doing the men, man. we we bringing it in for everybody. Uh, I hope people know. And like you guys, like you people, like you guys know, like as, you know, peers and colleagues and people who play the game. But I hope, like, the audience knows, like, how much work goes into a game show. Like, it's so much fucking... And and hosting the show, like, the shit I have to remember. And then also, like... What James is I doing. I mean... Forget, like, also... What James is doing. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. I can't... Like, when I... When people think like, I just be saying that shit, when I say I literally cannot do the show without him. I, I can't. I cannot do the show without him at all. Like, what Like, what you guys I, have, like... like what, for listeners, we got they got legit buzzers. James has got the fucking app running up there. He's like fucking. Yeah. Uh, he, he built that shit. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, he built that shit from scratch. That's like a computer program. He's running from his computer up there uh, that he That's built so from scratch. Sick. The colors, everything. Like we put it all together. Like I gave him all the sound cues and how it's supposed to work and like how the game works and shit like that. Like he built all that shit. Uh, but the one thing that people don't realize too and as comedians, like, we perform a lot. Like, I can go up and do an hour and a half of comedy and be fine. I'm exhausted after I do feud. <laughs> like, I'm exhausted. Well, like host Hosting a game show is a little bit like waiting tables in, or, like, bartending in that way where you're, like, you yeah. have to make sure everything is, like, you're, you're, like, in charge of a little more than you should be of, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, like, it's not like you have, like, a state especially at the Elysian, you don't have like a stage director that's like, all right, and blue team, your turn or whatever. And like uh, winner right. team, you're, but even, even in real game shows, like someone's just in your ear, like actually you got to take that from the top. And then you have to like turn yeah. to the fucking contestant. You're like, we're going to just do that again from the top. If you like, you know, I'm just going to re yeah. like, and you have to like justify yourself and you're like, and then all, again, for, 
there's a level of exhaustion when you're dealing with 10 comedians who are you're trying dealing, to yeah. undercut the game and trying to fuck with you and trying <laughs> to make it more frustrating. Yeah. But you you just keep the fucking charm on, but you got to keep going. You're like, okay, now, Dan Black, we need an answer. That makes we sense, need an please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you got to keep it moving, too. Like, it's, it's a happy, fun medium, too. Like, and I love it. I, I tell everybody, like, Go for it, whatever. I'll keep the I'll keep the game on track. I'm confident yeah. that I'll keep the game on track. I'm all right. Like, but it does get it not hard is the wrong answer, but like I I, I do sometimes be like, all right, y'all, shit. <laughs> Come on. We only have Come on. the show is twenty two minutes when it airs on TV. It's ninety right. minutes live. So it's let's keep 90 it. Ninety minutes moving. live. Let's fucking keep it moving. Let's keep it fucking moving. Uh like but I then feel you, like it I gives you a newfound help. respect. For these guys and gals that host these yeah. shows, right? Like you're all of a sudden yeah. like, shit, man. What one of my favorite game shows growing up was Press Your Luck, the No Whammies, No Bro. Whammies, No Whammies. Stop. It's like, the most exciting game show on TV. Still. Dude. Like Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bank hosts like the one now. And I watch it sometimes. And I'm like, this shit is still exciting as fuck. Uh, there's some because there's a randomness to it that isn't in a lot of other games. Like there's just that level yeah. of randomness of like. When someone's like, ooh, 400 in a spin, it's like, that's actually better than 1,000 because you can get another, you know, like, and you get, you like, get a, yeah. you got all your own strategies and shit you want. Like, you're like, oh, man. Like, and that's the thing. Those are the game shows you dream of being on, too. Like, Jeopardy, yeah. I, I'm a smart enough guy. I'm too but, fucking dumb. Yeah, but I wouldn't do well there. But, like, yeah. press your luck. I might be able to fucking swing some shit. So, like, let you me fucking. You can swing some shit. You take <laughs> yeah. some risks. Yo, have you, seen, have you seen the documentaries about the motherfuckers that cheat? Uh, the that dude used to cheat on the yeah the dude who like figured out like the figured out it was like the original game wasn't random of pressure luck no he like and, videotaped like hundreds of hours of the show and like memorized the yeah. pattern that the fucking thing yes. jumped around on that's <laughs> fucking great like that's, that's more work than just getting good at something like it's easier this, yeah. to just become good at it's easier to just get smart and do jeopardy than it is to like memorize the it pattern is. of fucking <laughs> but that dude, dude was fucking that awesome just right too. Wow. Oh, he, right. Like, yeah. he, there's the documentary. He like he knew all the prices and he he like kept a spreadsheet and like knew all the price, uh, the prices for all the prizes and shit. And he went up and just dominated. And like in the grand scheme of things, like he didn't do anything wrong. There's no rule. There was no rule right. against it. Well, but, it's kind of like counting cards, right? Where it's like it's like yeah. an implied rule, but there's really nothing you could do. The guy just studied the game so well. He just you, studied you, the game. Yeah. Like, I mean, and it's funny, like, on shows like that, it's like, oh, he cheated. And what? He got a pair of jet skis? <laughs> like, yeah, like, he like, won the okay. showcase showdown? Okay, sorry, ABC, yeah. you lost your fucking jet ski money. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, give it to him. Because he, he, he did that back in the day when, like, you had to show up still. Because it was, it was random. It used to be random how they brought you to the stage. Like, you didn't know you was going to be on the show for Price is uh, Right. Oh, so, yeah, like, yeah. he, I think in that documentary, it was like, this motherfucker came, like, eight, nine times before he finally made it on the show. And then when he did, he went for it. He And he got it. And he, he didn't win, like, that big of prizes. I'm like, all right, if you cheat and get to, like, the million dollars on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire... Like maybe Regis Philbin can take you to the back and give you a one-two piece, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like All put right, your head in a vice, like, like <laughs> casino, <yeah>. right? <laughs> like, but if you just cheat, you in a couch in a refrigerator and like, fucking let the motherfucker have a sectional. Let the motherfucker have a sectional. He all right. <laughs> like, he fine. Everybody relax. Let him have his vacation to Florida. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Let him go see the space launch. <laughs> 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 like, 
It's fine. He's fine. <laughs> uh, win, lose, or draw, like the Pictionary uh, game show, that was a really fun one. Like, oh, shit. I never watched that one. Yeah, that was just pretty much pic- uh, what Pictionary was, but like live on TV. Uh, there was one called Concentration, which oh, was I like- that. Yeah. Like- the little things would come off and then it would be a rebus, which is like one of those puzzles, like screw plus a horseshoe. And you're like, screw you. And you're like, yeah, you got it or whatever. But that yeah, one was yeah. really fun. Cause that was like, sort of like you could play along at home easier than you could on like Hollywood squares or some shit like that. You Bro, know? Hollywood squares was, I, I've been thinking it's like, somebody asked me like, yo, if you was to do, another game show like somebody asked me like yo you know what you should do jackie's you should just like be the dude in la who hosts versions of game shows for comedians and i was like uh that's a lot of work but could be fun if i didn't have to do work but just come and host but like the two that i would like the two that i want to do is pyramid and hollywood squares hollywood squares i don't know how it would work because you need the actual fucking right 50 foot like game board that all you would need like you could cheat it with risers you would need like three rows of three and then like you just have to like oh that's a good idea dress dress the stage a certain way i uh yeah i think mtv2 around the time when i was doing mad shit for like guy code and wild and out and stuff i think they did hip-hop squares over there too yeah i think i remember it being a thing i don't because i remember i wanted to get involved i wanted to get invited but it was like I wasn't that much of a talent. I mean, I was more MTV too. Like, yes, put me on all the black comedy shows, but yeah. I don't think you could be on the hip hop square. You're not like yeah, maybe, not hip, maybe not the hip hop squares. Maybe not the hip hop squares. We'll let you hang out a while now with people who do hip hop, but you are not yeah. going to be on hip hop squares. That's a You'd bridge on too far. Squares, <laughs> sitting next to Charlemagne. <laughs> Give me them greens. What's up? I take AG1 every morning before I even make myself coffee, and it makes me feel ready to take on my day. You know, I'm doing something good for my body. First baby step in a day of taking baby steps in order to give myself the best health. So this all-in-one formula makes it easy for me to cover my nutritional bases every day because it's hard for me to jam down a bunch of pills first thing in the morning. So for me, if I want to get my 75 vitamins, minerals, and a whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality, I like to drink them with one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day, first thing in the morning, right down there on the old empty stomach. It's delivered to me every month, so it's been super easy to make a daily habit. And you know how I feel about creating a healthy daily habit, because it's easy once you do that one healthy thing, for another healthy thing, to make another healthy choice, to make another healthy choice, and there you are, going to bed early, ready to rock because you've been making healthy choices all day long. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com mighty. That's A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C-G-R-E-E-N-S dot com slash M-I-G-H-T-Y. Check it out. Hollywood Squares was a fun one, too. Well, that was another thing, too. Like, you said it earlier, like, your grandma. Game shows were, like, 
one of the few things that were like cross generational. Like we we yeah. when we were younger, more shit was cross generational because there was just less shit for kids in general. That's true. And like That's your true. parents weren't gonna watch kid shit. They were like, no, I'm a right. grown up. Now it's like I watch Bluey with my kid every Saturday. You're like, great. My dad was, was like, not even around on Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> my dad. Wasn't around Sunday through Sunday. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't around much Monday through Sunday. He wasn't around. Yeah, he wasn't around the rest of the week either. <laughs> but you used to watch yeah. like old game shows, like the, like you saying Hollywood Squares. Like when we were kids, I feel like I was watching Hollywood Squares repeats. Like I was like, yeah. I don't know who any of these celebrities are, but I'm yeah. having a field day. There's always something about. And now podcasts are sort of are that and like ate the lunch of all that. But back in the day, shit where like celebrities seem to be having fun with each other, like Match Game and Hollywood Squares and um, like Battle of the Network Stars or even later on in life, uh, life, uh, Favreau, John Favreau had that show on IFC called Dinner for Five. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And like that shit was just like now that's all podcasts are is like, yes, uh, we can have actors. We can hear actors being themselves on conversation. But back in the day, like you would just see that. And be like, I don't know who Shadow Stevens is, but man, is he having fun with these guys or whatever? He's you having know what fun. I mean? Yeah, he's having fun like a motherfucker. Like I would watch Match Game and I'm like, I don't know none of these motherfuckers. I know uh, the uh, what's the dude? Uh, Nipsey Russell. Like yeah, right. I know Nipsey Russell, you know, <laughs> or Betty White. I know Betty White. Uh, but I was watching all that shit. Like I, the my first Family Feud host was Richard Dawson, and like as a kid, that was like nothing. But as an adult, I'm like that motherfucker was retired by the time I was watching. Like so, I was watching yeah. reruns of Richard Dawson. Because then we had Ray Combs. Ray Combs. Yeah. We had Ray Combs for a while, and who I think himself. tried to kill himself. Yeah, or kill. Did he kill did him, kill succeeded. himself. Yeah. yeah, he succeeded. And the survey says he did. Uh, he did it. <laughs> Success. Uh, the bad kind. Success. <laughs> yes, he was successful. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Ray Combs. That that was the one that was like when we were shorties. He was the host of yeah, like, and now, Family Feud and, and now. Shit. Steve Harvey fucking crushes it, man. He's so Bro, he's good, man. That nigga, he, yo, so, like, I would love to get to a point when I do Feud where, like, none of you see me until I walk on stage, which is why, like, I don't get changed until, like, I talk to everybody. So, like, when you see me in my suit for the first time, it's, like, it's on stage because I love that aspect of, like, just game shows and theater and shit like that in general. Yeah, yeah. But like, so we did Celebrity Family Feud. Now these are like, I mean, I don't, I'm not a celebrity, but like, uh, to the normal viewing audience, like I'm, I've been on television, you know. So like, we're right. ten people who've been on TV, who have had like entertainment careers and shit like that. Lapkus, Paul F. Tompkins, Paul Shear, like it was a bunch of us. And like Steve Harvey literally walked out for the first time when the music came on, didn't speak to any of us, and left when the shit was over. And I'm like, that's boss shit. That's a a fucking pro. He doesn't give a fuck. That's a pro. He's like, I don't give a fuck who none of y'all are, bro. (laughs) Did he know that you did Comedian Feud? Did that that come up? Bro, they did know. It's crazy. Like they, I mean, so, I don't think you're taking any money off of the them. I'm not, but yeah. but my lawyer, my lawyer was like, "Don't say shit, my guy." Right. And so <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I won't." And then 
because uh, I talked to her about it, and she was like, yeah, I would probably not mention it on television. Yeah. And then, like, in the trailers, the producer came and was like, all right, so uh, when Steve introduces you, what do you want him to say? You want him to say Grand Crew, Physical, and Comedian Few? And I was like, uh-uh, uh. It was like, oh, yeah, we know. Like, the producers know. He knows. Like, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, uh, he don't have to, because I was still, like, operating on, like, my lawyer was like, no. Yeah, and also you don't want like he, you don't want him to like for some reason get offended like oh you're stealing my shit like you know yeah but. you're trying to steal my shit but apparently he knew so like he he didn't mention it on the actual like show because I told them to take it out uh but according to produce the producers know and according to the producers he, like he knew of the show oh, and that's like cool. it was gonna be it was originally in my intro uh that he was gonna say that like I asked him to like just change ah oh, nice which is what. Pretty fucking tight. Yeah, that's fucking rad. Uh, also, yeah. did he did he get any of his like classic Harvey isms? Like, uh, bro, he, what do you sit on when you're times. feeling sad? It's like, oh, yeah. you know, like this crazy yeah. where it's just a lob uh, to something dirty, like yeah. always. Yeah. Oh, uh, Dick, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll see. You'll. I mean, people will see the episode. It might even like come out before this comes out. But like, we talk about some titties. You know, me and Steve <laughs> talk about some boobs. Uh, <laughs> dream. Talking with one of the, the OG dream. kings of comedy about titties. Come Bro. on. <laughs> it was it was tight, man. He even smelled good. Like, like dude came through and I was just like, this motherfucker smell good. He looks good. Like, he just commands the stage. It He's was got tight. it. He's, I mean, he's obviously a fucking legend, and yes, yeah. he he is in like autopilot mode on this show, but he adds one hundred percent so much flavor to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he adds so much comedy to it. To a sh- like, yeah. obviously, the producers are doing a hell of a job getting these questions and categories that have like always like an innuendoous answer of like places yeah. to hide a flashlight when going through security. You know, or whatever. Yeah. I was going to say Bro. my asshole. <laughs> and he's still very much like an old black ass uncle. Uh, and very <laughs> much a comedian. Like at the end of the show, I can't, I, I not knowing when this comes out or not or when my episode drops. So I can't like give outcome away. But let's just say like after Fast Money, not saying who won uh, or who made it to Fast Money, but like both teams congregate like SNL style uh, as like the credits are rolling and shit like that. And so, like, we're talking, and there is a Fast Money question that he didn't like uh, about uh, managers, like, acting managers and shit, or who's important to, like, uh, entertainers. And the number one answer was, like, managers, which, whatever, who gives a shit? They won't (laughs) say anything if I say that. And, like, he comes to me after the episode, like, during the episode, during the shit where you can't hear what he's saying, and he, like, comes right up to me and was like, this is the dumbest fucking answer I've ever heard in my goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, he started talking shit about managers. So when you see the episode and you see him talk, maybe I should say, I don't give a fuck. But like, <laughs> when you see him talking to me, he's going to like, that's what he's saying. Oh, that's <laughs> I was awesome. Like, this is great. This that's is great. So awesome. He's such a yeah. fucking legend, man. That's so cool to get to do that. Uh, yeah. I never got to meet like a lot of the big ones from when I was a kid. Uh, but you yeah. know, you said Legends of the Hidden Temple earlier, and I had Bro. not, I had forgotten about that until like that moment you mentioned it. Yeah, I had, like not thought about yeah. Olmec and the 
Olmec. Blue lizards or whatever the fuck, all the weird teams. And the fucking, uh, them goddamn, like, uh, temple trolls or whatever they call yes, them, the motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> Who would be grabbing people? Nobody could ever do the silver monkey. Uh, could ever put that three-piece monkey shit together. Right. There was those game shows where you were like, no one's ever made it past this part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no one's like, ever done this. People are so this. bad at this. Yeah. Oh. It's crazy. I would love to do. I would love. I got to do a Double Dare Live once. Mark Summers came and did a tour right before the pandemic. Uh, Double Dare Live. And I was like, I have to go. I have to <sighs> fucking go. And, like, I didn't get a chance to do, like, the actual game. But, like, he, he was doing, like, you remember he used to also, I don't know if you remember this, Mark Summers used to also host a game show called What Would You Do? Yeah. And, what, yeah, what, so he yeah, was doing games you- like that. Yeah, what 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 would you do? Wait, that so he was, was like there was the like chair that. with the pie-o-matic, right? Like where you yeah. get something wrong and the pie would get a little closer and stuff like that. Bro, yeah. yes, it was amazing. And like I got on stage for that, and I got to like tell him like, man, you're the reason I'm an actor, bro. Like, which is dope because I don't get to say that to who. How often do you get to say that to the person who actually like got you, made you want to become an entertainer, right? And how often and does Mark Summers probably even hear that? He's probably not a lot of people. Probably never. To get into, yeah. So that's fucking yeah. rad that you got to tell him. And I got pied in the face, bro. I got pied in the face on oh, stage. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was the highlight of my fucking life, bro. That's so <laughs> awesome. And I'm sure a lot of people know this at this point, but something that I remember when I heard as a kid that um, Mark Summers is like a neat freak, like a- uh, he's OC, or like, He has OCD. He's got OCD about cleanliness. He has like, yeah. And all his game shows were like, you know, like filthy, messy boogers, like pool, uh, kiddie pools full of slime and shit like that. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah, I just remember wanting to dress like the Double Dare contestants. I thought they looked so fucking yes. cool in their jumpsuits and pads and shit. And like, I thought Hell that looked yeah. like that made them look like fucking like special forces or some shit. And I just wanted, that. yeah, it did. It looked like Rebel Pilots from Star Wars, which I thought was the coolest outfit you could possibly have mm-hmm. with like the helmet. Because they had the helmets and shit yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Bro, for one year one year for Halloween, I went as a contestant of Legends of the Hidden Temple. I still have the like T shirt and like the helmet <laughs> and like the actual like name tag that they used to use. It was tight, bro. That's fucking awesome. That's really funny. Yeah. That's a great costume idea too. Contestant it is was. A very, yeah, yeah. It was uh, me and my me and my ex at the time went went as like two contestants of the silver monkey, uh, the green no the green, the green monkeys I think was our team name. Was that shit? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you mentioned um, pyramid before. Pyramid was one that I always thought as a kid was kind of boring and didn't work for me. Same. But then when Same. I got older, I was like, oh, it's like a fucking improv game in like the funnest yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. I didn't love Pyramid. I don't even remember who to owe. Oh, I think Dick Clark was the host or some shit um, yeah. of Pyramid. But like, yeah, I and actually Michael Strahan is on does Pyramid now. And I, oh, I watch it sometimes yeah. and I'm like, this is fun. I would I would like to do that. You should do, man. You should be on Pyramid. You should definitely 100% do Pyramid, bro. I feel like uh, I should be a... Dude, I got to meet... Yeah. Uh, my dad used to work uh, news at Fox 5 back in the day in New York, and uh, oh, he, would always bring, he would always bring me in when he knew, like, 
athletes or celebrities I liked. So when Strahan was coming on, he he's like, "You come to work with me. We'll meet. You know, I'll, I'll introduce you to Strahan." And he's like, "You know, Michaelis is my son. Uh, he he actually plays defensive end too." And I like put out my hand to shake Strahan's hand, and I'll never forget this. He shook my hand, and his fingers touched on the other side of my hand. Like, <laughs> like his damn. hand was just so big that like I could it's like so he just big. fully engulfed my hand, and I was like, ah. right. And you're and not like nice a short guy. No, I'm not like, small. <laughs> yeah. You're not like a, you hand is a small big hands. Boy. Yeah. That's a big ass boy, boy. Uh that's tight your dad used to do. One of my favorite things to do whenever I'm like depressed or sad is watch like news bloopers. Oh, uh, dude. Uh, I think news bloopers shit. is the best category of bloopers of all time because it's the best shit. <laughs> news people don't normally have a sense of humor about themselves, so like it hits yeah. them extra hard when they fuck up. And the yeah. tone of news is so frequently so serious that when a news yeah. blooper pops off, it is. What, let tell me some of your favorite. I'll, I'll start with one of my favorites. It's just like yes, she may be Jenny from the block. But she still sucks cock. Uh, 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 like, like talking about J Lo, he like just slips up or like Freudian slips that he's so horny for, her, and like he gets so melty, he starts getting so nervous. It's mad funny. Yes. Oh, dude, I got I got so many. My favorite one right now. Like I almost want you to watch it. Like it is so funny. It is about a pig that doesn't have back legs, whose owner names him Chris P. Chris P. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and the newscaster cannot get through the story, bro. Oh, when they're <laughs> fucking, when they get the giggle fits, uh, <laughs> when they get the giggle fits, it is so fucking fun. Like that yes. shit rules. There was one time a guy, they were like, and he climbed Mount Everest, and he, it, like the dude was blind, and he's like, while being gay. I mean, blind. <laughs> I think the dude was also gay. It was just like such a funny yeah. way to do it. He climbed Mount Everest while gay. I mean, blind. <laughs> I mean, blind. He was blind, bro. There was one uh, newscaster, and it was I, it was probably a typo on the on the teleprompter, but it was like check your panties, the rice cookers, and then he catches like I think that's supposed to say pantries. <laughs> They're all cracking up because he was like, check your panties <laughs> in like the most proper, articulate way. <laughs> yeah, because they over enunciate every like they're all trying to be so self-serious and over enunciate yeah. stuff. So when they fuck up or when they do something goofy or dirty, it hits yeah. extra hard. Yeah. And then when they it's like church a little bit. So when they start laughing, it's hard to stop because you're not supposed to be like laughing. Because you're not supposed so. to. It is so funny, man. News bloopers are my favorite. You're right. They are the best bloopers. Out they just of any hit category so hard, man. There's something about them. Like the when they have to oh well, whoopsie date. You know, like like when they have to like follow up with what they said, like they're like, Okay, Bro. that was clearly wrong in the prompter and we're moving on. Do 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 Have you seen the one like when like when they lose it, like the the, the black dude uh who was out in the country? And a fucking like fly or some shit like flew oh, in his yeah. mouth. So he was like, "We're here," and then something flew in his mouth. Like, I can't take this shit no more. <laughs> like he turned. Like you could tell. Like it's the epitome of cold switching. Like he was like the he was the proper black dude. And then when that fly, he was like, "I can't take this motherfucking shit no more, niggas." Like. <laughs> <laughs> Man, 
that shit kills me every fucking time, dude. It, it, it kills me it, every time. Because it's like a little reminiscent of when you would make a teacher flip out a little and the teacher accidentally yeah. like let their mask slip of like, uh -huh. all right, class, now, well, God damn it, Gabrus, knock it off. You know, and you're like, oh, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I see. We cracked the code here. We, we cracked it. Bro, I have so much, I have so much, uh, like, more respect for teachers from like my past now as an adult uh like i remember i had a teacher miss otour third grade meanest fucking teacher in the world and i remember one time she came and like there was one day where she just like had her head down on the desk and like was like i just got a headache blah 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 and we don't know what's going on we in third grade another day she comes and she was like I need to tell you guys, you this class something. You guys are getting into the age. You stink. You need to wear deodorant. You need to start <laughs> wearing deodorant, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and now as an adult, I'm like, oh, she was 100% hungover, though. Because she had to be in her mid-20s. Like, which oh, at, yeah. at third grade was old. But now I'm like, she's in her mid-20s. She's not older than 30. She's hungover, and she's coming to school with these stinky-ass kids. Her senses are fucking, like, like on fire. I got some teachers Bro. in my family, and it wasn't until I was, like, in my late 20s, and they were teaching at the junior high I went to, and they were yeah. like, yeah, we go to happy hour at this bar near the junior high. I'm like... Oh my God, imagining all my teachers going to happy. And of course they did. Bro, yeah. Like, because you were colleagues. And like, yeah. but at the time, like, you didn't picture them having a life outside the class. Like, bro, you run into like your fucking social studies teacher at the grocery store and it feels fucking crazy. You're like, it what? feels you're, weird. You're, you're, you're eh? Mrs. Corn, what are you doing here? You, you need <laughs> food? You don't just eat at the cafeteria at lunch or whatever? Ugh. You know, they was doing all types. They was probably fucking. Like oh, they was, dude. We got other. wind that two of our teachers were fucking like the one of the hot uh, uh, female teachers and one of the hot male teachers that all the girls loved. Of course. So like once of we course. found out they were fucking, it was just like nonstop. Everyone was like so, and I mean, <laughs> you know, like you're in ninth grade, everything is horny, right? Like you're just fucking anything sounds fucking hot, and then you're like the hot male teachers fucking the hot girl teacher. I can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'll say this too, man. Like, this is probably, well, I don't remember her name, but like, there was, there was definitely a couple teachers in high school when I was like a junior and senior that I was like, they fucking students. <laughs> like, they fucking students. Like, they were just, again, I'm not saying no names. And I'm also want to say this loud and clear I never fucked a teacher, okay? So let me In say case that you're wondering loud and how clear. I might know. Yeah. How, yeah, let me say that loud and clear. I never fucked a teacher. You ain't got to start going back through my history and trying to find a teacher who, you know, took advantage of young Jackies. But, like, there was this one teacher who, like, I probably could have fucked. <laughs> and she, like, she, I remember, like, she sat me next to her desk. Like, she, like, she made seat assignments and, like, she made, I was sitting next to her desk. And like we had a test one day and I like just said like, oh, fuck, I didn't study for this test. And like two minutes later, like she like takes the answer key and like just kind of like places it on the desk where I can see and then like leaves the room for like five, ten minutes. And I like look and I'm like, did this, did she just leave the fuck it? 
shit, I'm about to cheat like a motherfucker. And I like, <laughs> I cheated. I got every answer right. She had to do that on purpose, bro. She did that on 100. She literally took the answer key from a stack of papers and like placed it down like in my eye shot where I could like see the fucking answers to the test. And I'm like, <sighs> these That's teachers was on one, bro. I had a student teacher for my English class in like 10th grade or 11th grade who was very, very pretty and clearly only like a senior in college, like not like because she was right. a student teacher. I w and we made her like a goodbye card and everyone was like, thank you, Miss Saliti. Thank you, Miss. Like, uh, uh, and I just wrote, I'm 16 now. I'll be 18 on January 31st, 2000. <laughs> Uh, and I put my fucking cell phone number down, and I was sixteen. Yes, I still have that same cell phone number. <laughs> like, oh it's shit! Fucking, she never called. <laughs> I mean, I got some uh, some uh, maybe spams that could be her, but she never reached out. Maybe. But I straight up was like, I'm in love with this teacher. I'm gonna. Of course. I'm gonna just ask. And I was always into like older chicks, and like I still am. But like making older women laugh, like was my fucking, you know, my drug, my cocaine. So yeah. making these like hot female teachers laugh when I mean even making the ma ma male teachers laugh maybe go but like I'd be like oh shit Mrs. Corn Miss Steinberg these cuties I'm mm -hmm. gonna fucking crack them open in class and they're like gay fris <laughs> and I'm like yeah, yeah! stop it <laughs> you're so silly Jackies <laughs> yeah that, dude I swear I swear to God if I walked out to do my comedy special and it was all like 40 and 50 something uh, female like hot teachers I would have the best fucking hour of comedy you've ever heard would, I like I could step it up so much for beautiful women it's insane I'm like my brain is so brokenly hetero that I'm like yeah, I would be I even know. funnier it's like men like your comedy I'm like but I just want to make ladies laugh <laughs> I just want to make the, I want to make the authority figures laugh too oh yeah I, yeah. I want them to be want to be mad at me because I'm I'm being a wise ass, but they can't because I'm just <laughs> too funny and cute. You're just yeah. too funny and cute. <laughs> You're too funny and cute, bro. Same, same. Is it is it fucked? Ah, man, it is fucked up. It is fucked up that like whenever I see, <laughs> whenever I see like you know student teacher relationships like online like in the news or whatever and like those teachers deserve to like the punishment they get but then the part there's a part of me that will also be like i get why a homie was like hell yeah bro i'm like i'm jealous yeah <laughs> i'm it's jealous so fucked man. Up. yeah and you're like jealous you're like it's oh that's up. pedophilia you're like oh right yeah. <laughs> it is it is it 100 percent is uh, uh, what movie was that? Where Ellie Kemper was fucking like uh, one of her team? Oh, uh, um, uh, 21 Jump Street. Oh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> and like, it turns out that he wasn't it, like. Yeah, he's an know, adult. At, so it's at okay. high school, he's an adult, so it's okay. But she wanted to fuck him thinking he was like a senior <laughs> high school. Right, right. <laughs> and, and so, like, when that moment popped up at the end where he's just like clapping them cheeks like it was so <laughs> fucking funny <laughs> i know someone who uh went to uh in their school in their high school senior year a teacher had sex with two students and they videotaped wow. it there was like a video Ooh. of the threesome like that they had at like what? a party they like got drunk with a teacher like after school at one of the kids houses and like like 
secretly film them having sex with her or whatever. Oh, it's shit. Like, well, that's fucking, bad. That's real bad. But that's a fucking yeah. crazy situation. That's but a when, crazy situation. Yeah. But if you told me that shit when I was 16, I would have been like, no, like, I can't yeah, handle like, that. Oh, <laughs> why can't it be me? <laughs> why didn't you invite me? <laughs> um, it is. Do you think it you is. said some, up. you said something earlier just to jump back to game shows and off fucking yeah. teachers? Uh, you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you said something earlier that kind of. Do you think part of our game show nostalgia, and I'm assuming a lot more people, but just using you and I as examples here, do you think part of it is it was like the stay home from school sick kind of shows too? And like, yeah, that was maybe early on in life when you were left alone because, you know, we had working parents or whatever, or you, like not going to school was a huge victory because school sucked so much. So like getting to right. be home and then you're like, there isn't anything that you really want to watch. So then you put on mm -hmm. prices, right? And you're like, well, this is actually kind of cool. And then you're like, well, next time I'm home. You know, it's like, it's like when you fly Delta and you're like, I wouldn't eat these fucking cookies. If, if someone gave, if I, someone paid me to eat them. But when you're on the Delta flight, you're like, Oh, I'm looking forward to having this these dumb Delta cookies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pass the business. This is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I like, think I wonder, so, bro. Cause I, I, I have such a nostalgic feeling towards game shows. And I'm thinking like yeah. when I watched them the most was like, weekday sick home from school also th those were as i got older the record setting days for jerking off in one day was also like, <laughs> stay home <laughs> like all stay right i can do school. six at 17 years old when I'm today. <laughs> yeah yeah i think so bro like also because like it's weird because the game shows that we would watch with our like if our moms or grandparents were still home uh when we were home from school would be with the hosts that were old as shit, like Bob right. Barker, Richard Dawson, Match Game. Dick like, Clark, all those yeah. were all Dick Clark. All those motherfuckers were old as shit, right? But then the ones that came on in primetime, when we were either done with our homework or didn't have homework or uh, were all, like, the younger hosts, like Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak is old now, but he was young when we were kids. Right, 30 and years like, ago. Yeah, fucking yeah, Trebek. Yeah. Like, they, they weren't... They weren't old freaks yet, like they. they are, you know, and but. and then even like the Nickelodeon shows, like that's the that's the beauty about Nickelodeon back in the day, because like, yeah, the kids shows were better and like more. They were more like family shows than like straight up kid shows. Like my mom would watch Rugrats and be just okay with it, and like I'll watch right? Rugrats now and be like, I can still watch this as an adult. Like this still is pretty fucking like. They this were was trying, a there, there was a lot going on in there, like with like, yeah. even like. All those kid shows had like a lot of interesting shit going on that isn't going on. I mean, they're maybe better for kids to watch now because now they got yeah. early education people involved but, in shit. But coming up, our Nickelodeon shit was fun. Like our shit was wild. Rocco's was Rocco's like they were there were sex workers on Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, yeah, Doug <laughs> was Doug was so real. Like Doug, Doug was real. Hey yeah. Arnold, all that shit. But like the game shows, like the smart thing about Nickelodeon was they was like, all right. What are the things that like kids are watching with their parents and like a or their grandparents? And number one thing was game shows, and that was like a lot of their early programming. So like I, I equate watching game shows as family time, and like that's nostalgic. Agreed. Like and it, yeah, and because it's a slightly more active viewing than just watching a show. Like my family right. always watched The Simpsons together, but we would just like laugh during it. 
But then we had also watched Jeopardy together and we would like shout answers. And if I got one yeah. right, you know, my mom would be like, good work, Jonathan. Oh, yeah. you know, like and it, would, it would mean a lot. But Nickelodeon game shows, I, I keep thinking of, as we say, this is I mentioned it earlier, but wild and crazy kids. That one wild was really fun. Shit. Because yeah. they, they realized it's like, oh, you know, like stupid camp games that kids love. Yeah. Like we could just yeah. make that. And then I think an episode of Wild and Crazy Kids that I remember that I think was just absolutely perfect was tearing down like a big house. I remember it was just like, who oh, can like, yes. and it's like, as a kid, that just activates your destructive vandalism gene in a way. But then also the you find yourself being like a little more intelligent than you were like, no, aim for that stuff. That'll make more stuff fall. Like, you know, you have like strategy yeah. and that shit is just like before video games, like that shit was like, that expanded your mind, just being like, how would I tear down this house faster? How would I shave that balloon without popping it? How would yes. I jump off the high dive and make sure I landed in the ring? Like, all these yes. dumb Donnie Jeffcoat, Omar Gooding, and a Omar woman. Omar Gooding, bro. Yeah. I forgot that, who and that was Cuba's was. brother, right? That's Cuba's brother, yeah. Yeah. yeah fuck. Also, dude. like, yeah, dude. Like, and I used to love that show. They used to make me, like... Remember they would always, you would get a bat and you would put your head down on it and then spin around in a circle and then have to run. like straight. They would do dizzy bat <laughs> all the do time. so much. Yeah. yeah, and that shit just always works when you just like. Always. Like, like when you like hear people who go like, oh, you know, like I work in IT and we have like a field day or whatever, like a team bonding thing. They're, like dizzy bats are still around when you're like 40 still something years old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It still and works. Like, why do we have so much fun doing that shit? Like, cause it's fun. It's still fun. And well, now we're grown up so we captured. can like do mushrooms or eat an edible. But oh, like when you're too. a kid spinning around and getting dizzy was like the closest you could get to like altering your fucking mindset. Yeah. It's getting high <laughs> as fuck. Sugar and spinning, dude. That was like a full yeah. summer. Yeah. That was a full fucking summer. Those like, ice pops that was colored those colored ice pops we used to oh eat. yeah flavor like ice. sugar water yeah, yeah. yeah. sugar oh, water frozen it. sugar man water. that shit uh sugar huggies. water oh did you call them cut did you call them quarter cups or huggies or did you call like the little juice the little quarter waters that had the quarter waters yeah quarter yeah, waters that had like the tinfoil peel off and they were like mm. barrel shaped yeah uh, a, a blue quarter water was the dream Ooh. dog if i could get a blue quarter water so i was good. in heaven Give me a grape one and I'm set for life, bro. Oh, dude, that a, shit oh, that so shit probably good. fucked our sperm up for life. We have no idea. Bro, bro, <laughs> bro. We're all like infertile right now because we were drinking fucking like quarter waters and shit. Yeah, we got to get another we gotta get atomic our... warhead. Like, are you sure? Yeah. I don't think it's good for your digestive. Are you track. sure? You're gonna have to like perfectly have the lady you sleep with on ovulation to get her <laughs> yeah, pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> if you <laughs> And you're just like 16. You're like, I don't give a fuck about having kids. Oh, like, oh this will fuck. never bite me in the ass as I get older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, all this shit was so great, man. I I do miss, like, I, I think kids today don't have many game shows to, like, and, like, a lot of the game shows now. So here's a funny thing. I was on Celebrity Family Feud. I host a version of Feud, for instance, that is like the celebrity one where it's just a bunch of like people you know and not just regular people. Even though like for the second half, I get five members from the stage up. Like I love that aspect of the game too. Like yeah. that's always mo the more fun part of the game for me uh, is when the five regular folks come up to play whoever won the game. But like a lot of the game shows now are also just like celebrity based. 
Um, right. But it's not like, in the. Like, it's like celebrity game night and shit because everything is celebrity based. Commercials are celebrity yeah. based, reality shows are. Now, like, all the game shows are like, it's uh, Will Arnett, Amy Sedaris, and their friends playing Pictionary or whatever. It's like regular yeah. people winning money was. I don't care about celebrities so winning. Fun. I want to watch yeah. a fucking random person take home 60 grand because they're so good at fucking a dumb game. I want to watch yes. a, a I want to watch a random gym teacher smoke nitro and laser in the joust on American Gladiators. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I, watching yes. a fucking normal person from a normal walk of life show up and just win 30 grand. That's it's amazing. part of the fun. Part of the fun of game That's shows is watching fun. someone could you could be like that could be me. I could win yeah. 35 grand now. I mean that, you know, inflation's a motherfucker. It's not that much anymore. But back in the Bro, day when you were just like, Shit, back in the if day, I, if I won that 20 G's, that $64,000 question. Ooh, girl. Yeah. That's uh, one. That's one thing I got to shit on family feud for. Uh, like y'all been giving out twenty thousand dollars for about twenty five years, and that's for uh, five people too. And that's for five people, bro. <laughs> yeah. Raise raise that shit up, man. Raise yeah, that shit. Up. You can give out fifty k. You can give out fifty k now. They give out twenty five thousand and a Ford Taurus. I'm like, you could you could give an Audi. You can give a Tesla now. <laughs> y'all got money, bro. Show's been on for fifty years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Y'all got fucking money, man. Y'all need to quit. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's. It, it is all celebrity based, which and even the ones when we were growing up that had celebrities on them were regular people playing with celebrities like uh, Hollywood Squares or yeah, they were uh, still like match uh, game. There were still money or prizes to be won for the for the even Pyramid sometimes had a celebrity, but you would still be like yeah. the normal person with them guessing. Yeah, Pyramid Pyramid now is still like that. It's always one celebrity paired with like one like regular folk. Um, which is fun. Like that's one reason I love. Like I put a prize on the line for like the game instead of just having people pay for fun, play for fun. Because yeah. like it is fun to like tell like a celebrity like because because that's the thing too. If 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 you're just playing for charity, you said, "Hey man, you still got your Olive Garden gift card, baby." <laughs> that reminds me, uh, Tiffany's going out. Uh, Tiffany's going back east a week before me. I should reach out to my team and try to square away a dinner that night. You should. That would be very fun. <laughs> I'm hope somebody somebody took me on like to an Olive Garden who won one of those, and like she like hit me up and was like, "You want to go?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll go." And she used like the Olive Garden gift card that she won at my game, <laughs> which I thought was pretty fucking funny and genius. I was like, "So I'm." I'm still paying for this. <laughs> I pay for this meal. <laughs> but in a sly way, you paid for it now. Like, it was very funny. Yeah. But it's cool, man, because you get to see people like, if I'm playing for charity, look, charity is great. Charity is so cool. But, like, if I lose, it don't hit me in my soul. As right. opposed to if I'm playing for myself or if I'm playing to win somebody else money, like that com that competitive juice like really fucking kicks in. And that's the best. I'm surprised how low like a.k.a. $50 to Olive Garden will get me feeling competitive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm like, all right, well, yeah. fuck, I kind of want to win now. I don't want to lose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the best. That's my favorite part about game shows. That and look, whenever there's a black family or a black contestant on a game show, I'm always rooting for them. Oh, no matter yeah. what. No matter what. <laughs> rooting for everybody black. 
Everybody black. <laughs> I'm I uh, always bet on black, just like uh, Snipes. Says. Always. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Jackies, thank you so much for fucking coming on High and Mighty and talking. Bro, this is making me want to go blast. watch game show uh, highlights and also uh, news reporter bloopers. I'll send you some more Bro, that I like. Go watch the Chris P. Bacon. Like, just go watch it. It's it, you will laugh so hard watching oh, that shit. I'll check <laughs> I'll that send out it for to sure. You. I'll send it to you. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, what? Uh, so, where can people uh, find you or ch- uh, catch up with you? Check uh, you out if they want to. I mean, look, man, you know, we got so many social media apps now. Uh, They're all <laughs> popping up now. So er, er, whatever social media app you on, if you look up at Jockey's Neal and I'm on it, you'll find me there. And if you don't see me, then I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it would be a poem. I didn't know your plugs would be a poem, but yeah, I'm here for my it. My <laughs> plugs are a poem. Comedian Feud also. Come out to it. It's always a good ass time if you're in LA, and I think we're gonna start live streaming it more too. So yeah, so people can yeah. find that. You'll link to live stream on your shit, or and uh, yeah. if you're in the LA area, you got to check out uh, Comedian Feud Live at the Elysium. It's a good time. Always a good ass time. Oh man, this was a real blast, dude. I'm so stoked to have you on, Jackie's. Always, yeah, it's always dude. fun to catch up. Thank with you, you, bro. bro. Uh, hell yeah, man. Um, hell yeah. Uh, well, as for me, I got Action Boys. Uh, uh patreon podcast and 101 places to party before you die now on max hopefully still on max as we're recording this bye shitheads that was a headgum podcast in a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's actually, it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> now, somewhere... Somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. (laughs) It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Well, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. There's a new game in town. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.